All right, welcome everyone to the first episode of Career Conversations with Ali. Long episode, so glad that you're here. And our first career that we'll be diving into today is that of project manager or the field of project management. And I have a speaker or a guest today. His name is Maurice Koch. And I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about Maurice before we begin. All right. So Maurice has been an IT professional for the past 23 years. He's worked in the capacity of IT as IT manager, spanning four diverse organizations between January 2000 and July 2011. Now, Mr. Koch is a project manager, an IT consultant, and a technical trainer since 2011 as well. And he brings his extensive information technology and project management knowledge and workplace training experiences into the wider corporate world and the classroom. <clears throat> now, Mr. Koch has conducted several training workshops for the Jamaica Computer Society, Ministry of Agriculture and Fisheries, the Office of Children Registry, Northern Caribbean University, UCC, Excelsior Community College, Patel Innovation Limited, SOS Children's Village, Jamaica, Betting Gaming and Lotteries Commission, BDI Jamaica, PMGI, which is Project Management Global Institute, St. James Parish Council, National Irrigation Commission, Orbus Technologies, and the Jamaica Employers Federation. No, that's a mouthful, right? So additionally, Mr. Koch has a passion for teaching and willingly shares his knowledge as he and years of expertise with his students. He's also a Microsoft certified professional and Microsoft certified educator who is very proficient in delivering Microsoft Office training across most of their suite of applications, especially Excel, PowerPoint, Access, project and visio at the beginners intermediate and advanced level now he's a he has successfully project managed the absorption merger of eddie commons in catherine 17 and he is a much respected and highly regarded technical trainer project manager and it consultant in may 2014 he successfully completed a large one-year project in Guyana sponsored by the Guyanese government and he was the lead project manager for the Jamaican company that was awarded that project. Now I know that was a mouthful that was a lot and one last thing that you guys probably know about he also managed the Jamaica single window for trade J-Swift project between 2018 and 2020 in the capacity of national not to mention, he boasts a 100% pass rate for all of his students who follow in his instructions across all VTTS training disciplines. His motto is empowering through education exposure. So, Maurice, are you there? I know that took like a good five minutes. I am here. <laughs> and I myself also is in awe. Boy, I tell you <laughs> But you know, what can I say? Hard work, discipline, and stick to itiveness. That's my little word here, my special little word stick to itiveness. Stick to itiveness. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yes. learn a new word today. <laughs> All right. 
Um, yeah. So welcome, Maurice. And yeah. as we, as we've already identified, you're a project manager as well as you've done you've done other things. But the first thing that I want to ask you is, what is project management really, and what is it that project managers do? All right, and again, it's my pleasure to be with you, Alicia, on your first um, cast. But Thank um, you. get back to it, yes. So project management, okay. So mm-hmm. project management is about achieving a goal or objective. It might be set by an organization, I'm putting it quite in a layman's term. It might be Good. set by an organization or an individual, but ultimately you want to achieve some result. You want to, for example, improve a service or you want to have a product out there, whether rebranding the product or a product from scratch. It could be a marketing project, um, product. It could be a house. It's still called a product. So project management is about not just like hit and miss, you know, or, or tossing the sand up in the air and hope it falls in the right place. It's about mm-hmm. putting in strategies, putting in mechanism in place. All right. So the, 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 the refined definition is for project management is what? Is the utilization of tools, techniques, knowledge, and um, skills to achieve your project objective. That's the formal definition. So it's a matter of starting out, knowing what you want, right, and planning towards it, again in layman's term. All right? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So thanks for that. And uh, now that we know what project management is, the role of a project manager, that's a project manager do to get this um, accomplished. Oh, yes, I need to also have <laughs> an answer, answer that one as well. Yeah. So a project manager then is a person who would uh, at the objectives that are set, and I'm talking about what they call traditional projects. Now we get into the other types soon. Right. Look okay. at what's been set and then knowing that because in most cases, in it, almost every case, it's not as if you have total funds in terms of you can just spend, 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 spend. <laughs> or you have an a, 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 a infinite amount of time. So therefore, when we talk about these things, talking about the constraints, things that you are limited with, right? Anything that limits or restricts your actions. So mm-hmm. trying to work out, right? Working out what it will take to achieve that end goal, that objective, and managing it. So you're managing the constraints. So, so you're applying your knowledge in terms of how you're going to do your schedule. And you, so it's not a matter again, as I said, plucking maybe a straw out of a hat, but um, using techniques to get your schedule in place to work out the budgetary um, needs for the project, how much resources from a human point of view are going to be needed, especially if you have large projects and so on, you need the various skill sets. Uh, and look at looking and ensuring that the quality, the quality is also inbuilt. Quality can come from the fact that you might be regulated, you know, you're in a compliance um, sector, industry and so on. And quality also comes from what the customer wants, want what we call your stakeholder wants, and ensuring that the quality is there. So therefore, a project manager, um, look at the requirements to ensure that you, you're going to meet it, that falling short, not giving overly, um, something given something that the person don't want, so that's project management, right? Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Look, at, look at the risk that involved as well. So all of these things we call constraints. So mm-hmm. in a, so very quickly it manages risk, your scope, which is all your requirements, 
get the schedule out, right? Get the budget out, or if the budget is given to him, work with the budget or appeal that the budget might be a little bit small, <laughs> right? But all <laughs> of has to do has to work out, and there's a and there's a mechanism, there is methods to getting these things done, and that's why um, project managers must be trained. Ah, okay, which will bring me to my next question soon. So, uh, technically, project managers do a lot of planning before a project so it's not just as you say it's not just by chance that things happen it has to be properly planned and properly managed within certain constraints definitely okay great so i realized that you said before that the traditional um that we spoke about the traditional definition of the of a project or project Mm -hmm. management and i'm guessing we're referring to the waterfall type of project can you yes. tell us about the different types of project management that exist? All right. So right now, as it stands, there are really two broad um, categories. Broad in that when you're in one, you still have um, methods that you can apply. One is called a traditional, uh, otherwise known as the waterfall um, method, and also known as a predictive method. As it, as it were traditional, states a good example is like construction where it is tested and proven over and over again that this is how you can come about getting your requirements in place looking at requirements and working out what would be the budget to get things done and how long it will take and so your project fail to plan plan to fail plan to fail right? definitely okay that's a good example because that's happening from way back in the ancient Egyptian time and Greek and so on. Mm-hmm. So it is tested and proven and it works. Get your blueprint in place and then you're in, while you're building and meanwhile you're executing, you keep going back to what I call the baseline, what was yes. planned. I compare baseline in terms of the schedule baseline as opposed to actual your scope baseline, for example, your cost baseline, for example. The other category is agile. Again, that is also wide. Agile is suitable and it's, get, and it's fast becoming um, more and more popular, not only in IT, or originated in terms of programming and software engineering and, and even to some extent IT infrastructure um, build out. But yes. Agile is where, um, and it's suited for complex project, projects where the, the scope, that is all your requirements are not known upfront, projects where likelihood that their change is going to take place because they're in a very dynamic environment. Now with Agile, how it works is that you plan, but you don't do a heavy planning up front. I want to just mm-hmm. keep it simple. Don't mind, I keep it simple. I don't want to get into too much of the, the terminologies, right? Okay, being, that, yeah. uh, being that you do short iterations. So you, and the customer is heavily, heavily involved. Collaborated constantly with the customer for Agile to work. Again, listeners, if the customer is not brought, brought into Agile, it won't work in the truest sense. So Agile is where now you have a project doing, but you do it a little bit at a time. By what? By refining um, what you are doing. For example, you might start out with meet with your customers and you have some idea what they want, but it's not very, very clear. So you come back to them with a prototype or a demo mm-hmm. of a mock-up and so on. And from there, right, they themselves put in, based on what you have demonstrated to them, will build out more features. So Agile is where you do what we call short iterations. Ideally, two to four weeks, but a little longer. Those iterations yeah. called spins. 
and but it's still managed, you know, by the team. Also, the project manager and agile, um, on an agile project, I should have pointed out, unlike the traditional, it's not, a, it's not an authoritarian thing where you everything passed through you. With agile, the team is empowered. So therefore, you increment out what you're doing. So you iterate and increment. That's what Agile is about. And, and you add more features and functionality as you go along. As you go and along. A, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a broad um, concept. That's a mindset, you know, um, with Agile. That you have customer collaboration over contract negotiation and interaction. Individuals and interaction is preferred over processes and plans. So it's heavily, heavily skewed in terms of the customer being involved. Is this okay? Can we move on? You need a change, so you're welcoming change, right? Okay. Not yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. That that was that was quite a mouthful. Uh, I believe yes. we now understand <laughs> the difference between waterfall and agile. So, yeah. No. With that being said, I I remember that you said waterfall are traditional. Usually, you know, if we're doing construction type project where you know you have to plan it out from the beginning, whereas agile we want to look at more <clears throat> IT type. Um, software development type projects. Yes. So what are the different types of industries or work environments for project managers? Project management stretch across almost, every, if not all, industries. Some persons, when they hear the word project management, think about maybe engineering and the, the IT, um, ICT space. But practically, Remember, it's about you looking at objectives. So even if you're, like, for example, in education, you might be um, looking to revamp the curriculum. Treat it as a project. So project yeah. management is suitable for the construction industry, the manufacturing industry, IT, of course, engineering, marketing, even your personal life, if you want yes. to. Um, yes, from a personal point of view, I mean, it's going to be maybe as... um as straight lace as working in a company, but you want to achieve, um, uh, to change your house or to buy a house or to further education for yourself or your kids. You'd be amazed to know if you're projectized, being treated as a project, or you have a standard, better, better chance of achieving the objectives. Because remember the project, you know, you're looking ahead at what you want to achieve within a certain time. All right, so it suits almost every industry. I've, I've worked on projects in terms of merging companies, events, mm -hmm. IT, of course, change those financial applications, uh, and uh, you name it, manufacturing. So mm -hmm. project cuts occur. The main thing about project and why it's catching on so much is that people, whether individually or corporate, from the corporate world, you can't afford to have excess. Um, I mean, not excess, but you know, things not working out, and you, and you know, you have um, some costs. Some cost mean that it mm -hmm. just don't work out. But when you projectize, you find that you can manage, you can plan, you execute, and you're monitoring what you're doing. So that's project management, you know, planning, yes. executing, monitoring and controlling, and ensuring that the project comes to a successful um, closure. Yeah, oh, so it cuts across every industry. So it would be good. unfair to, to pick out um, a one particular one. industry. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's good to know because, you know, we have some persons who are probably in a certain field who may believe that if they're not in a certain field or if they're not in banking, they can't do project management or if they're not in IT, they can't do project management. But as you said, it cuts across all industries, all fields, and even your life is a project. Can I just add one, one thing as you mentioned, banking? Go ahead, sure. Mm -hmm. in, um, um, the financial sector as an IT manager for many years. You'd be amazed to know, loan officers listen to me, those who deal with in terms of tracking um, delinquency and, you know, trying to ensure credit comes back to the 
to the your, your your organization. It's a project. Every file that you have is a project treated as a project, right? Yes. John Brown owes X year treated as a project. Sorry, I'm, John Brown is just being used as an example. <laughs> I know some people named John Brown, and I'm not picking on you. <laughs> yeah, yes. Treat it as a project in terms of how you're going to approach that. So you're amazed to know. I mean, project different from operations, still, you know. But yeah. um, operations are about being repetitive, ongoing, like a teller, and somebody before the teller, the next person come, is either withdrawal or a deposit. So that's operations, you know? ongoing, ongoing. Mm -hmm. But projects exist um, in many areas that persons would not even realize that they can projectize their environment and do a better job or get better results, possibly. I agree. I agree. And even as, um, you know, things are changing, um, there are a lot of different different departments that need a different product or a different service that they need to, they need to put out there to the wider company. So yeah. if you know how to do project management, you can definitely be an asset to your department. Yeah. All right. Um, so it now brings us to the next question. We know about the industries. We know what it is. But become a project manager do you need a degree in project management do i have to go up to you and say hey um over msbm if i need do i need a master's in project management what is it that you need to become a project manager very good question it depends on how heavy you are going into it i know for some persons some organization might have just like workshops because they recognize the value of all of their employees um, understanding the fundamentals and principles of um, project management. So it starts from that basic set where you just want to show them how at the top level that is from a high level point of view how to plan and to execute, monitor and control um, close. Of course, how to initiate plan and left, left out initiating and so on. Mm -hmm. But for persons who whether individually or your job dictates that you are doing projects that the IT persons right away come to mind, um, engineers, um, some pers some aspect of um, even marketing and so on. We are going to do surveys, etc. Yes, those are projects as well, believe it or not. Um, you need to get qualified. And it's a growing field. More and more, as I said earlier, companies are recognizing the need to have project managers on board um, I'm going to answer you, but just let me divert again. Indeed, even the career section of the Gleaner person, look mm -hmm. at it. Approximately 40% to 50% of all the jobs, if you drill down to the duties and responsibility yes. of the job being offered, mm -hmm. doesn't matter the job, you're going to see one of the duties or one of the role they're looking for. They say project management is an asset. Asset, I so, Yeah, so you have a number of institutions now for persons who basically... You're an entrepreneur, of course. Yes, you need to know project management or you work with an organization that handles a lot of projects. Because or even if they don't handle a lot of projects from time to time, they might want to improve their services, uh, etc. It's good for you to know project management in a formal way, right? That is where yeah. my company does that as well, virtual tech training and services. We That's offer right. project management training, even a workshop in terms of the basic. You have other mm -hmm. institutions out there as well. Um, I, I know for sure like Mona School, for, uh, Mona School of Business and Project Management Global Institute and BMB University College all offers it, right? Yes. And yes, and it's it's good to know it formal because sometimes people think that some persons, although it, as a dying set now, say, oh, Project Management, sure, come on, sense. No, 
it's a it's a discipline it's a feel unto itself it's a but especially when it comes to things like quality risk management especially if you want to do projects in an agile way that you can get results quickly to your customers you need to be trained yeah. i agree so, so it depends it depends so what, right? what the to the to the to the um like the project management professional the pmp level mm -hmm. right and of course you also have the capm that is a certified associate in project management um you can stop there if you don't have, have the necessary prerequisite to do the pmp because that requires 36 months of being on a project and you would also need to get the project management which is the prestigious one recognized globally anywhere you go um yes. you'd need Two prerequisites, 35 classroom hours from an authorized um, training institution or company. That's authorized by authorized by PMI, Project Management Institute. They govern okay. that exam. All right? Uh, and you also need to show that you have been with projects at least for 36 months. Different different projects, but you must add up to 36 months at least, looking back eight years. And they must be contiguous. Can't be two projects at the same time. Okay, got you. So it has to be one after the other. Yeah. All right. And then apply. and then once you have that, you apply to state the PMP exam. Yeah, yeah, state the PMP exam. Yeah. And once you pass, then you're, you're certified. Yes. Uh, because uh, it shows easy exam enough. So it shows commitment. It so it shows discipline. And a lot of institutions are set here more and more and places are recognizing the PMP more and more. Mm -hmm. All right, that's good. And as we had said in your introduction, you boast a hundred percent pass rate for the persons who attend follow my your and follow your instructions. Follow in instructions. <laughs> 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 open the brain to put in the content, so you have to follow all instructions. Okay, good. All right. Um. So the next question I have is: What are some of the special skills that you believe project managers must have to succeed? Say they, they, even the ones who are not yet certified, but they're doing projects, and even the ones who are, what are those skills that you think, as a project manager, these are some skills you need to have to ensure your project is a success and to do well? You must, first and foremost, have good interpersonal skills. Mm -hmm. Have good interpersonal skills. Meaning that in terms of, and, and you work towards it, because for me, it wasn't overnight, right? I was a little bit impatient and wasn't a good active listener. I'm just telling the truth that I'm doing projects from 2003. Yes. Uh, yeah. So in terms of the, the communicative skills, communication skills, leadership, problem solving, problem, problem solving, um, conflict resolution. Those analytical, those are important, but don't be intimidated. People who are listening are going to be listening to this um, podcast, uh, recording, but yeah, mm -hmm. because it comes, somebody it will come after time. The greatest way, one from my own personal experience as well, is integrity. The greatest way to lead is by example. And even though I've been on projects, um, Alicia, that have failed, um, as a person who leads a project, I mean that the senior project manager, I've never failed from 2003 till now. I'm not boasting. It's because yeah. I respect the profession, the fact that you must get your things in place, whether you're using agile, that's the things in place. I mean, in terms of your, how you're going to measure, what you're going to measure 
get your requirements right. So whether you're doing a, a traditional project, which you call a waterfall. And by the way, waterfall indicates that you move from one stage to the next and like gravity water can go back up the other way. Waterfall, right? It goes <laughs> so, down. <laughs> it goes down. Yeah, and that's why when that change coming to waterfall, it's so difficult to make the change. And that's yes. why I just you know, catching on because the customer can ask for change, you know. Also, you must be a team player. So you must have team skills as well in that, um, you know, because there's no iron team. It can't be a project manager where you think you know it all because project management is about teamwork. That's the heart of a good project management team, you know, mm-hmm. because you're really looking at risk and don't believe you alone can come with all, can identif- identify all the risk. No, because we all have blind spots. You're going to be uh, requirements gathering, especially early in your project. And for me, because I also um, uh, do, uh, in a sense, uh, cover BA work as well. Member team, so you're doing solicitation. Just to, just to confirm, BA is business analyst. Yes, yes, yes. Analyst. Yeah, you must be able to um, get to know your stakeholders, right? I know stakeholders, anyone who have a vested interest in the project, that just the sponsor, who you know, would the sponsor means the person who funds the project directly or indirectly, and champions the project and authorize resources to go on the project and uh, and and um and sign off on a project manager to do the project, but not only a sponsor. So you find that you're interacting all, ar- uh, all around. So your, your interpersonal and team skill is the four. You know, I mentioned those two before I mentioned about now going into knowing the methodologies to doing project. Yes, yes that's key as well. But from my experience, the in- your interpersonal skills, your team skills must come to the fore. All right, because trust me, our stakeholders, no matter how good they are, they can delay or they can even derail your projects if you don't know what you are doing and how to communicate. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. All right. Um, so thanks for that, Maurice. So that brings me to the next question. What does a typical day or a week look like for a project manager? Um, what 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 would they find most what would they find themselves doing most of the time in a day or in a week? Okay. All right, for a traditional project, it's um it's kind of chronological. Because you know, traditional is terms of initiating the project, they plan, 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 they execute, and while they're executing you monitor and control the project back to the ensure that the scope is being built accordingly. It doesn't matter the type of project. And then you close out into the lessons learned and so on. So traditionally, even from an agile point of view, there's a lot of meetings that involve with projects, right? Um, a typical day, it depends on where you are in the project. If you're planning, it's mainly, you know, you're moving around with these um, brainstorming meetings and one-on-one interviews, trying to get your requirements out there. But on average, a lot of meetings, because you're going to have to have your risk management meeting from time yes. to time. You have to give a, a status update, status update in terms of, because most projects you will have what we call an oversight committee. Some people call it steering committee as well. Yes. So whether it be once a month or twice a month, you, you are, so you're building reports to show where you are with the budget, especially the budget. One of the first quick things they will ask is that, Mr. Coke, how is the budget going? Are we behind? Are we behind? <laughs> Money, um, very important. Money, yes. And of course, show them where you are with the schedule in terms of your activities. Are you behind? Like for your two months behind or one month behind, are you ahead? So the, the, the status carries that as well. If there are any issues that you need to maybe raise with the, the steering committee, oversight committee. All right. So that's from a reporting point of view. 
in terms of your team, of course, you have to be monitoring how they execute the project. So you have to get reports from them. And sometimes you have to also inspect what is being done or observe what is being done. So it depends on where you are in the project, but trust me, you are busy. You are occupied. A good project manager always have something to do. Not that you're being reactive, you know, because another term about project management is that you're not reactive, right? You Because you're going to try your best to put contingency. Of course, you have some things happen from time to time, but project management is being, being proactive. So okay. what was in place in terms of you had already had written in the plan, what you're going to measure, when you're going to measure, how you're going to measure, who is going to measure. So you're just following up on those things. And that's what I'm saying, right? In Agile now, is about planning what we call the next sprint, right? And so you are more, the term project management is more, not so using Agile, more like a Scrum Master or Agile coach and so on. So yeah. you meet with what we call the customer representative, a product owner, right? So, and they will tell you, because Agile is heavily, heavily in favor, that's why I love it so much, you know, in bringing value to your customer. So the customer say, okay, these are the features that we want now. And you ask them as well, because you're going to help them with the Agile mindset. These are the features that we'll need now and so on. And you look at perhaps, you know, if there's any risk involved and so on. And then, no, the team would meet on what is given as what you call the next iteration, next set of iterations to, to come out because a release is a set of um, requirements. I will break them in what we call stories, right? So in terms of what's going to be the next release, which might be three or four or five or six, several iterations. Mm -hmm. You have a roadmap out there. So... With Agile, you're not so much directing and controlling, you know, you're more like a servant leader. So there's a big mm -hmm. difference in terms of how you operate, being yes. a project manager with the waterfall type and the project manager in terms of, well, the Agile, agile coach. coach. Mm -hmm. You're more a servant leader. You call it, you are adaptive leader because after the sprint, we in the sprint now give the features that the customer wanted just for that um sprint or a series of sprint just for that release you're going to meet back with the customer often so here's where we reach here's what we have done is it okay before you move on so you find that you are very very much interactive with your team and with the customer but more a matter of, of a supporting role you're removing any obstacles that the team might have as well because every morning every doing agile the, the team supports what we call their stand-up meetings and you are just to facilitate that and deal with any issues, whether it be a lack of resource, um, yes. or if you are behind or if somebody not following the agile mindset, you remind them and help them. So it's really two different mindsets, you know, but that's a mm. deal life or project manager or what we call an agile coach. Agile coach. Okay. Yeah. While it sounds like a lot of work, it actually sounds fun, especially the agile <laughs> side of it. So yes, uh, for those interested, yes, they can uh, definitely get training. And we'll talk yes, a bit yes. more about training and how they can yes. get that later on. Yes, because with one second, because with Agile, what is why it's fun as well is that your team is empowered far more than with the waterfall or what they call the predictive style. They are empowered to make decisions. They're empowered to get the work done, organize the work. When I say the work, you know, what was given to them to do in mm. that iteration. Yes. They are the ones who, who allocate it amongst themselves. Right? That, that's part of the Agile principles. Right? But that's why I want people to come on board. Come to the training. Um, yes, people. I, I'll definitely be going on yeah. board. Getting yeah. on board okay. with Agile soon. Yeah, because offer that in you know, an Agile certified practitioner. And that's a yeah. global certification as well. Yeah, I agree. And a lot of, a lot of corporate companies today, um, when you go on job boards, etc., 
um, they want their products to be out to market really quickly. And they are using the agile methodology. So therefore, you'd realize some of them are looking for agile coaches from mass or even product owners, etc. So I definitely agree. It's good to have the PMP, but it's good to also go deeper and to study agile as well. Yes, indeed. And uh, one more thing with agile as well is that it is it's, it's about visibility as you talk about. So therefore, you can look at what you call a, a board, uh, uh, whether it be a Kanban board, that's just a methodology or a scrum board, or just what they call an information radiator. That's a generic, generic term. And you can see who doing what, which work is in progress, you know, backlog mm-hmm. to get done and not yet done, not yet brought over to the team, but you're going to deal with it shortly, which work is finishing, or which work is need, now need to be tested and for quality assurance and which work are going to which set of work is now released for customer yes. review. You know? So it's very exciting with uh, Agile as well. Yeah, and I know that there are some persons who just, they re- they're like what you call serial executioners. So they just yes, like to yes. get things done right, you know, immediately. So yes. to just look at that board and you know, figure out what's coming next, what's going to happen. Yeah. I believe this is perfect for them. All yeah. right. Um, so after being a project manager for a few years, you know, and you've progressed in your role and you're doing well, what are the other opportunities that you can pivot into or be promoted into after being a project manager or being in agile? Um, what areas would be available for somebody like who's a project manager after a while? All right. Depends on where you work. Um, mm-hmm. Because some persons are okay with project manager. It does manage project, manage project, and so on. But some organization, especially the bigger one, have you what you call a program manager, right? Mm-hmm. So we're you are managing project managers, or you're managing a, a set of related projects, related, related in some way. We may from a strategic, overall strategic um, objective of the organization. Also, the fact that you have done project management, some project managers after a while even start to specialize in terms of uh, just handling risk especially for the bigger organization, you know what I mean? Just yes. risk, that's a current itself. You know? And by the way, that's why project management is so much in demand. Because you're going to know something about risk, know about procurement, know about scope, know about costing, I mean, costs, getting your budget out, know about mm-hmm. chilling. And so you have that option in terms of, um, um, for some persons to go over into risk or just someone who um, can also concentrate mainly in terms of getting their schedule because for the bigger organizations they might have several project managers but they have various roles right yes. they might be a monitor um, evaluation person as well right an M&E or you might specify in terms of just being a quality assurance person so you can branch into other areas um, but I want to put a different spin to it Alicia permit me go ahead what I mean it, it, you don't necessarily you can have the PMP but you don't necessarily mean you're going to be Ah, project, project manager. Still have your your deep financial background or eco, your economics um uh, person economist I mean or engineering. So what what it does though is that it it helps you in terms of any promotion might want to come your way in terms of giving you some more leverage because right now all things are you know you are actually your own what you are a walking resume. Yeah. <laughs> in a sense. <laughs> so I, I want Screen. So even though it might not always be a situation that being PMP means you're going to be going up, 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 because if your project is not designed where you can become a program manager, right? You're, go, you're just going to be doing a lot of projects and basically, and some persons are okay with that. A lot of us are okay with that. 
uh, you, as I said earlier, branch out into a specific area. But if you have your, your specialized area, being a project manager will help you in terms of the upward mobility in any company that you're in. Um, it adds to you being considered for a promotion. Oh, definitely makes you more marketable, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Which now helps to tie in this very important question. You're now a project manager, you're certified, you're more marketable, um, you're on the up and up. What is the average starting salary for a project manager? Whoa. Yeah. Are we talking salary talk is is certified as with the project management professional, right? Yes. Yes. Um there are some little factors though. It depends on how big the organization is, big meaning that okay. the size and how they are able to pay. But basically. If you have the PMP credentials, um, from a monthly point of view, um, before tax, one would hope at the, the bottom end would be something like um, 400000 Or if you're an organization, which you know, after a while you can move up because you're bringing on contract and with the possibility of renewal and, and increased pay, then three fifty. But it should be less, anything less than three fifty, four hundred thousand at the bottom, bottom end. Somebody who's green, green means that they just get their PMP, but they don't have no project experience. At the top end, it can be, I mean, what can I say? You know, I don't want to put myself in trouble, but I mean, <laughs> it, can range, it can range up to, I mean, up to um, one point, up to 1.3, 1.4 per month, you know, at the mm. top end, you know, yeah. I mean, I know, um, one of the reasons I ask is I know that in Jamaica, a lot of persons, as I was saying, salary is kind of mm. taboo. We don't talk about it. Yes. We don't we, talk about it. We like to keep but if it. But a large project managing, um, good, goodness gracious, man, a large project has been a lot of responsibility, and the project manager is the first head to roll. All right, complex, ever changing project. It's a hybrid, hybrid mean a mixture of what, agile and the and the traditional, and you have a lot of team members with you and so on. I mean, it might go up to one point four, one point five, and nothing mm. is wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so it, you know, it's it's so it it, it it also shows you the value in having that yeah. certification and in putting in yeah. putting in the work to yeah. get that certification and also to get the experience. So as you were mm -hmm. saying, you don't necessarily have to start by saying you're a project manager. You can be in a, a department and you yes. have the project management skills, and maybe eventually you branch out into being a project mm -hmm. manager. So, yeah. all right, good. So, yeah, so, 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 so to be more specific, we're looking at about 400,000 to 1.2. That's that's where most project managers fall. 400,000 to 1.2. Okay. For everybody listening, we're talking, about, we're talking about Jamaican dollars right yeah, now. Yeah, sorry. Um, Jamaican dollars. Jamaican dollars. If that was US, I would like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, so um, we, we were also talking about people who may not have all the experiences starting off green. So for those who don't have a lot of experience, what are some of the roles that they can begin as and then move into being a project manager? All right, so you get your credential, but you don't have any experience. My advice to you is trying to can find a person or an organization, even like me, because one or two persons are now with me 
who are very green, but they are my past students, proud past students. Um, so you want to volunteer, volunteer volunteerism? Yes. Um, is that way you could, could go? Or if you're in an organization and you you can speak, or some organization you can go to HR and so on, or your supervisor or manager and explain to them that boy you'd love to get some exposure in the project management department. So I'm talking about for the bigger organizations, because some organizations want that luxury. If you don't have that um, opportunity because the organization has a what I call a PMO, a project management office, or have mm -hmm. some semblance of project management going on where you can try and volunteer. Even me, say just helping with it, filling out the templates or the requirements or, you know, or helping with the schedule and so on. Then you try and volunteer. PMP, I would, uh, would, I would ask you, I would encourage you to PMI, PMI.org to become a member. Um, there's a section there that speaks to, you know, um, a volunteer, you know, you can volunteer for things. Yes, it's online, but just as I said before, you, you can do things while online. The Jamaica chapter, Jamaica have a chapter for a project management institute, Jamaica yeah. chapter, right? The meeting is online every first Tuesday. And you can also, um, through the PMI, get opportunities to volunteer. Because the aim is to, to show that you have some project under your belt. And I know it's not easy. And I was kind of fortunate because my, my as, as Alisa, as what you that shared, my background is heavily IT. So yes. being in IT, I move up to be an IT manager. And being an IT manager, I then start to handle projects. So I got my experience based on the fact that I handled projects even before I became certified. Okay. Mm -hmm. right? But for some persons, don't be... Um, don't be um, intimidated. Don't be um, discouraged. You might be an admin person and wondering. I have an admin person who work with me and she getting her experience, <laughs> even nice. helping me with the, with the courses, mm -hmm. right? Because we do offer quite a bit of courses. Which, you know, I know I can maybe pip in a, a, a two minutes um, <laughs> of free commercial when I get the chance. But that's my advice to you. Volunteer or mm -hmm. go to your manager or supervisor or your HR slash training person and humbly just mention that you need an opportunity to, to you know, to help with projects or I to work with, with projects. projects. Yeah. Okay, agreed. Um, so, and you said some of those professional organizations that they can also um, be a part of is the project chapter as well yeah, the, as the... The Project Management Institute, yeah. Mm -hmm. Project they have chapters. Institute, which is a global... The global... Yeah. yeah. Um, so another question, what is the job outlook for project management? Will this still be a viable field in the next five years? What, what are the prospects? How is it? Most definitely. It's actually increasing, especially if you, um, understand and agile methodology as well. All right. It, it, that also helped because as I said earlier, but maybe I didn't say it as concise as what I'm going to say now. Gone are the days when companies could afford to say, okay, we have some surplus, a lot of surplus. We're going to just take two persons out of the IT department, one person from the marketing department, one person out of accounts and so on. And let's just try and see if we can get a project that we, quote unquote, have in mind or we envision, right? No, those days are over for most places in the world, right? Because that's proven to be a, a, a high failure rate, right? And a matter of fact, mm -hmm. over 70% of projects fail globally for one reason or not, between 65 and 70% globally. So that's why project management is a growing field. 
because those yes. days are over for just literally quote-unquote throw away money. You want somebody who can come in and understand how to get results, right, under the constraint of managing a budget mm -hmm. within the specified time, with the built-in quality, and with the scope as what was agreed on. Yes. Are with the requirements and the features being built out in an agile way, but very economically. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay, good. So we need people with the skills so that they can follow the right techniques. Yeah. The yeah. right techniques. Yeah. All right. So actually, uh, Maurice, I got some questions online from persons. Um, I threw it out and I asked him, you know, what are some questions that you want to know about project management? And I got a few questions. So one of them is, can a person with a sociology degree do PM certifications? And I think we even touched on some of it, but I'll just go ahead and allow you to answer. Can a person with a sociology okay. degree do um, PM certification? Anyone can do PM certification. I recommend everyone. <laughs> but Mr. Cook, you sound biased. Well, I'm not so sure about that, but I know that even now, well, just three weeks ago, that course finished, where I trained somebody who, not, it was a sociologist, but she was a social worker. Though, so she wasn't so much a, like a, 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 some psychology or so on, but she was a social worker. And at the end of the course, she said to me, you know, I have these various files and various cases in terms of maybe a child not being taken care of in the home and, you know, or some a troubled teenager. And I didn't realize that how I, I should approach it is from a project point of view, project to projectize all of these individual cases. I said, that's yeah. it. So mm -hmm. I encourage whether you are an educator, right, a psychologist mm -hmm. in sociology, IT, engineering, marketing, accounting, it doesn't matter. Project management will enhance your job and enrich you, right? And that is, I'm emphatically stating that. <laughs> I, I, I complete. Yeah. <laughs> um, another one is how long or what's the realistic time frame to study and pass the exam or to prepare for the exam? That's question sounds simple, but one of the most difficult questions I get so far. Let me explain why. Different folks, different strokes. Agree. The PMP exam is not easy to pass if you if if you just um, take it lightly. Once I take it lightly, you might have done other studies, you know, in terms of um, high school level or tertiary level, and say, oh, sometimes all my operators that me always pass, me just decide that the last two three weeks, me just put me down and just beat the book. PMP is <laughs> not like that because the content is vast. Not yeah. that you won't succeed, you know, but just it. it seems very, 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 very unlikely that you will succeed. All right. So in that respect, now you find that it depends on how you can pace yourself. So come and do the 35 hour course. Right. As a matter of fact, if you are with virtual tech training and services, they give you more than 35 hours. We even do case studies and so on. But at least you can vote for it, but I know she's neutral right now. <laughs> no, I can't. And no, then, I can definitely vote for And then no, especially with the fact that um, the exam is now online. You can pace yourself. Normally, I tell students that even if you're in a rush, don't do the exam right after you finish the course because chances are just with the, with the vast content. And believe you me, the course itself won't be able to touch everything in detail. And, and, I'm, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. speaking very emphatically. It doesn't matter where you do it. Some person might say, but that's it, bad about publicity. No, that's the honest truth. Yeah. Um, so you're going to need at least, if you're not working on or if you can dedicate time, at least three weeks 
And that is if you're not working, then you can tell the kicking time. So <laughs> if it is not, but ideally we're talking about between four weeks to say eight weeks or even yeah. 10 weeks before you do the exam, after you do the course. And it all depends on how much you can pace yourself, go back through the material and work questions, all type of questions. Don't just read it, read it, read it, read it, read it. Back yes. you know, chronologically through your, your main textbook. No, you have to work um, exam type questions, question, exam like questions. Simulations. Yeah. Scenario um, BSC yes, yes, and so on. Yeah. And I because mean, I can't go ahead. Sorry. The percent of persons globally um, fail on the first attempt with PMP, you know, that's high. Wow. You know, that's high. Even mm -hmm. though I have 100% success rate on first mm -hmm. attempt. What's the disclaimer? For those students who follow, who follow all your <laughs> and I, I mean, as I, as I was about to say is that um, I studied, I did a prep course with Mr. Coke. And I believe after the prep course, I took about two and a half months to study and to do simulations and then to do the exam. And after fall and with following his instructions, passed on the first, passed on the first try. Indeed. So, indeed. Um, and I'm very, very happy. And, you know, Mr. Folk was a good, a good teacher. So that, that was amazing. Another question says, on a scale of one to 10, how difficult was the exam? I mean, I could answer and you could answer. <laughs> yes. I would probably say the exam was a uh, uh, nine or 8.8, .8 maybe. Because even though it's multiple choice, in terms of difficulty, even though it's multiple choice, it's really scenario based. Yes. Um, um, so it, it's not just, you know, multiple choice in the whole sense. Yeah. You just pick one. It could be two answers could be the, the two choices could be the right answer. So, you know, you really have to know what you need to know to choose the right answer. So I'd say about 8.89. And that is why you need to practice because it's not as if one answer is right and everything is totally wrong. Yes. Right? It's like pep. Listeners, it's not like paper or before that, what we call it is that where one thing right and everything is wrong, bang, it's shades of correctness. Yes. So therefore, can you test it to see how you are, you know, you know, how you're going to function as a project manager, you know, but, you know, from the cognitive level, in terms of all your reason and so on. So that's why the answers are like that. If, if it was like that, you'd have to write um, short, quest, short answer questions, uh, short answer um, um, paragraphs and so on, which would be a longer exam. I agree. All right. So um, as we wrap up, um, Mr. Cook, I have a question for you. That's a fun little question as we end. And it is, if you weren't in IT or project management consultant and teacher, what else would you, could you see yourself doing and why? Oh, <laughs> very, very good question. Because I'm not only those two things. <laughs> Ooh, tell us more. more. So more and more, you find that um, as an entrepreneur, going in education in general, I would, you know, I would really plunge more into education, which I'm doing still, going even beyond just my core um, competencies, but but organizing like education for persons, and which we are doing even at Virtual Tech right now, to incorporate courses in terms of from a strategic planning, leadership, all of those things. Also, my other hat is in terms of um, the church. So I find mm -hmm. myself more, more full-time with the church, 
with in terms of doing things, um, in terms of spiritual growth, you know, that education side of things, discipleship, um, and so on. So I would, I would um, still be doing things I'm doing now, just that I would have more time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, and, um, okay. That's it, yeah. So- Education and also a little more deeper in the church in discipleship. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. church work. Right. Okay, good. That's and that's good, honest integrity work, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So, uh, Mr. Cole, can you tell um persons who are listening, who are interested in learning project management, because you know we know that you um are part of virtual tech. Um, mm-hmm. so how is it that they can find you and register for these courses and what courses do you have coming up? And right now, so just to let persons know today's date is, well, the date that this will air is June 13, 2021. So if you're listening way in the future, then the dates may change for the courses he's going to talk about. So yes. um, what courses do you have coming up and how can persons find you? I really thank you for that opportunity. Um, well, we actually have a project management course starting June 14th, so clearly um, nice. that's a bit very close. But the other one is already um, in schedule and, and entrenched, already organized, because I'm a project manager. That is Monday, August 23rd, the PMP, that's a project management professional um, yes. course. And um, by the way, my company, Virtual Tech Training and Services, well, I'm one of the director in it. So we say my company alone. Mm-hmm. No, my wife beat me. Um, <laughs> we are also partnering. We are in partnership. We are licensed by overseas, a giant in the project management field. And that is the company name is um, Velocity, V-E-L-O-C-I-T-E-A-C-H. Um, right? So we offer courses in terms of we are licensed to offer courses in terms of the, the fundamentals of project management, the PMP itself. That's a that's a project management professional. The CAPM, that's C A P M, which is a certified associate associate in project management. Right. So we offer those courses, and it includes instructor led. Right. So the education space, Alisa, as you know, is two big areas now. Either and which is normally cheaper, where you can just pay money and just pull down recordings, pull down audio on, 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 your, on your own. No, we are instructor-led. That's the area that virtual tech training and service is mm-hmm. off. All right, so we have a, the other ACP, that's the PMI Agile Certified Practitioner. It starts July 6th. What is going on now? But the next one starts July 6th. All of these courses always iterate. If you go to virtual tech, that's virtual tech, V-I-R, T-U-A-L-T-E-C-H.T-S on Instagram, right? It's always updated with the the latest um, courses and so on. And that is also, we'll put you over to my Facebook page as well. And the the, company is also on LinkedIn. Unfortunately, right now, our website is down. It's been revamped. But between the LinkedIn and the the Instagram, that's again, Mm -hmm. virtualtech.ts and Facebook, and of course, I can be contacted at 876-579-6187 or 876-324-2302. 324-2302. 
That is also, that's a flow number and that's also my WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Uh, my email address is Maurice Cook. That is Maurice Coke at virtualtechtrainer.com. So we lost Maurice in the last minute, guys. Sorry about that. But just to reiterate, his email address is Maurice Coke at virtualtechtrainer.com. And that's virtualtechtrainer.com. So be sure to reach out if interested in his services. Now, this brings us to the end of episode one. I just want to say a big thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to Career Conversations with Ali. It can be found anywhere you listen to your podcast, whether it be Anchor, Google, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, or Radio Public. Also, you can follow Career Conversations with Ali on Instagram and also on Facebook. Now, keep your notifications on so you will be notified when another episode is released. See you soon, guys.